Okay, wait. Donald? Dara, is that you? I think my mic is working. You think your mic is working? So that means we're live. Yeah. Welcome back. I think I'm live. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say I'm live here. Welcome back to you too, dude. So we got episodes six and seven to talk about today. Six and seven. We have two weeks of Riverdale to catch up on. And let me tell you, Donald, if I'm being honest, they're two they're two substantial weeks. They definitely have kept me very entertained. I agree completely. Honestly, the this mid up to the the build up to the halfway break. Yeah, the mid season break. The second half of the first half of the season, if you will. Um, has been very good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They're they're really pushing some boundaries here, and it seems like it's a mad dash to to the break, like you're saying. Yeah, I I don't know. Are we going to get some sort of bombshell or some kind of substantial information by the end of this break? There's a lot of uh, different paths we're on right now. Certainly after episode seven, we're like we're all pretty like everyone's on their own little journey right now, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it seems like for a moment we were, or it seemed like for a moment we were all in one story again, and then now it's just yeah. exploded into a million different paths. Right, because it, because in episode six, we kind of had everyone come together under the same understanding that the board game uh, was combined with... Yeah. Um, what what was going on in the town? <laughs> I don't really remember. The the well, okay, it was because at that time, <laughs> at that time, remember Veronica was <laughs> on the whole kick of getting Archie out of prison, and meanwhile, oh, my Betty, gosh, yeah, Betty and Jughead were only focused on it. the game. Right. Yes. Yes. And so the game, so in episode, what was it, episode five is where the two storylines converged when rescuing yes, Archie okay. from prison actually became part of the game. Yeah, yeah. And so, it was all in tune with Hiram in the middle. Yes. He, that bastard, he's always, he's always in the middle of it. He continuously becomes a focal point in every storyline somehow. Right. He does. But yeah, you were on a thought, okay? So everything was together, and then... Right. So in the end of episode six, what happened in episode six was um, we kind of continued that streamlined storyline, and it ended with Betty and her mother being in their house alone, and the Gargoyle King just, like, creepily comes up all those sticks. He literally looks like a sixth grader made him at recess, doesn't he? Right. No offense to the production designers, but, like, (laughs) he's literally, like, two bags of wings made out of sticks, (laughs) some branches. (laughs) Anyway, all the same, he was in, he was in their house and they ran upstairs to uh, Betty's bedroom where there was the grave of that one little boy scout who had died. Yeah. Um, and his name was crossed out, crossed out with, uh, Betty and Alice's names written over it. So the gargoyle King had done some sly stuff in their home 
And then right as we're about to die, obviously FP comes in the window and saves us. So that was good. But in the end of all of that, all of the turmoil, Alice decides to send Betty away. Yeah. So she's off on our own journey from there. And then Veronica and Archie all of a sudden break up because Archie's on his dumbass journey to right. like do more stuff that's inconvenient. Um, Even though and he's he totally steals clear of all of his charges. Yeah, how convenient as well as he runs away through a sewer full of poop. <laughs> and so everyone's but, uh, out there. So anyway, so ev- everyone's out there, but everyone's doing their own thing. So we have Betty off in the Sisters of American Horror Story Asylum season <laughs> vibes. <laughs> and... uh Jughead and Archie are off on their like uh soul finding journey through the like countryside <laughs> that obviously exists around Riverdale because they're in the middle of nowhere. Right. Apparently. And uh Veronica's stuck back at home with some some tight budgets and some some stark realizations about the management of her uh, her speakeasy and maybe selling $5 mocktails simply isn't enough, you know? It just simply doesn't allow um, for ends to make... Or to, oh my gosh, it simply doesn't allow for them to make ends meet. No, not at all. And Reggie's worried about it. So they go into their whole own journey of... And this is where we come in with episode seven is like... In this most recent episode, everyone's off on their own thing. Betty is in, you know, uh, Catholic prison, if you will. <laughs> Jughead and Archie are off on this farm, this mysterious farm. And then Veronica is uh, managing now an illegal underground, literally underground casino. casino. So yeah. I, I do want to let's let's walk through it in order. Um I, I do want to know your perspective on if, uh, do you think the farm that Jughead and Archie arrived at, is that have any association with the mysterious cult farm? Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, how many times are we going to allude to farms and have like our characters stumble upon the farms, apparently? Um right. It was clear. What was the what was the name of the woman at that farm? Natalie. No, it was Lori Lake. Oh, Lori or Lori yeah. Lake. Something. I don't know where Natalie came from. Lori. Well, Lori. It was clear she is going to come back. Like they heavily introduced her. It seems as if she will be. A I mean, yeah, character. she was on top of archery. <laughs> right. Exactly. And in I don't, under five minutes. I don't know if it's. It was the next day. But yeah, I think, um, Oh, fair. You're right. Excuse me. I think in, that in air in real time, <laughs> right? My real time. Um, fair enough. But yeah, so anyways, I don't know if they're associated, but there's definitely something going on with it. I don't know, dude. That's a, that's a tough one. I mean, in general, these last two episodes, I thought they were going to pull us closer to realizing that, um, the game was closer, was closely associated to the farm, but we, in the last two episodes, we basically didn't get anything from the farm other than knowing that, right. um, Polly's mom is going to go stay at the farm. Right. And, yeah. 
And so unless, yeah, unless there's some sort of under tie in with everything here, we really have moved away from it. It seems like it, but at the same time, I will say that. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's obviously still some sort of connection, I think, to the Sisters of Mercy in the farm, because at least even just a loose affiliation, right? In the sense that when Betty and uh, or when Betty was sent away, right, to go um, go with the Sisters of Mercy, you know, her mom was like, oh, you can go there. That's where the farm thinks is best for you or something. Right. And so. Right. I don't know, dude. I, I'm still kind of running in circles on that one. It really, it, it, it could go any way. Like, they could throw anything at me, and I'd say, sure, that makes sense. Honestly, Good. at this point, it could be anything. Yeah, honestly. Okay, this but is I just, do, I do. Oh, what? Oh, I was going to no, say just ahead. one absolute wild card thought, and then we'll loop it back into what you were going to say. But I was going to say... You know, it's kind of crazy that we haven't really seen or heard anything from Hal. Yeah. I mean, I know yeah. he's in prison, Is it but gone? no one's mentioned him in mm-hmm. a long-ass time. Okay, anyways. What were you going um, But, yeah, actually, I will follow on that because I was surprised in this, you know, last episode when we we got to Betty. And I, I think I have a lot to say about her storyline because it ties in more heavily with the game, I think. Yeah. More even than, like... Sure, like Veronica had some trouble with her dad, and there was like this whole casino drama in the in the seventh episode. Um, but like, I think it didn't do anything for the overarching story of like, what is the Gargoyle King? What is this game? Yeah. Whereas, um, I I did see a little like more focused tie in on Betty and he and and the 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 queen sister whatever you want to call her the the head of the uh monastery what is it i don't even know like the head (laughs) catholic jail the head nun she was holding up those cards and betty did like talk about how one of them was the black hood um which was like you know we we're still remembering it it's still present so i don't know maybe hal will come back but um i think like uh, Betty's storyline with the rocks and it also tied into um, Jughead and Archie when they like Jughead came upon those girls playing and consuming fizzle rocks and fizzle rocks apparently wiped at the town and Betty is supposed to be like taking them medically as a drug like there's something here and the parents were you know they all took it the night of the Gargoyle King and this ties into her uh veronica's dad hiram i guess like there's something here with these drugs yeah okay so the fizzle fizzle rocks yes have become a very heavily reoccurring theme or mention or experience i guess you could say right and a, a way better high than the jingle jangle apparently. right like jingle jangle was it's just in high this, demand yeah the jingle jangle was just a phase and we're back on the track of the fizzle yeah. rocks Right. So I guess my question for you then around this is like how significant are the fizzle rocks? Like, are the, is this just a way for them to make money off of selling illegal drugs or is this something that's like critical to part of the game? 
I don't know. I think it is critical to part of the game because, I mean, I get, I don't know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, because aside from Jughead, everyone who has seen the Gargoyle King, well, I don't know. I'm now already stepping back on my own belief. Like, I thought that the Fizzle Rocks highly were, like, associated with seeing the Gargoyle King, but actually no That's one... It's just associated with the game right. because everyone playing the game it took them, and all those girls playing the game in the back of the truck were 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 taking them, and uh, they're clearly some sort of like pharmaceutical. I mean, they're doing something to the mind because the girls at the the home of the sisters or whatever are taking them medically. So, uh, I don't know. They they do they have a role here. They're important. Yeah, but okay, so it's, it's interesting because... I don't know to what level. But okay, this is my thing is, <laughs> I'm confused because like at the um, Sisters of Mercy or whatever, they're taking them as experimental. Betty discovered that. And it's like, mm-hmm. what does that mean exactly? Like if this is just a I recreational know, drug, then I don't know. It just seems weird. Right, and 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 to extend on this whole, I mean... It's pretty whack here when we really step back and think about it because remember the girls are also experimentally meeting what we are presuming to, we've never actually seen, is presuming to meet the Gargoyle King for these like sessions, right? Right. Do you feel that? Like, Yeah, and it's uh, like the Gargoyle King is just like hanging out in that room. Yeah, this, but we never saw that, and Betty did not necessarily see him. We, whatever she saw, she was pretty shook by it, but, um, we don't know what it was necessarily, and if it was the Gargoyle King, because as far as our crew goes, our posse, only Jughead has seen them, and Alice necessarily. Oh, and Betty in the woods and at school. But, and uh, the way she looked in the very, closing of the episode of of episode seven where she was like pale white and like abiding by the rules clearly almost hypnotized like maybe she saw something different maybe she saw Hiram Lodge nude (laughs) nude I don't know I don't know I'll be interested I mean obviously there is some association between experiencing or having an encounter with the gargoyle king while being high on fizzle rocks but also, there isn't right. at the same time, right? There's been plenty of encounters where people have been sober, like Alice and Betty, just in the last in one of those episodes, right? Yeah. Um, so there isn't. There's not necessarily a pattern, right? Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's definitely an open question, but I had to ask you. Sorry to put you on the spot there. Yeah. No, you. Uh, you I walked through that. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it, it was good to debrief. Certainly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so there's definitely a connection here. And then also, how about this this little finite detail that was just casually passed on by Hermione? Was that um, Sheriff Minetta was found presumably decapitated with no hands. Yeah, But they can't confirm it's his body. And that like, is insane. wait, what is that? That's brutal, first of all, who did that, you know? So I think that... It was just like, it was never really like focused upon... But it was said. It was said. I mean, that's why I think that we need to talk about um, another really big open question of like what's happening in the future. It's like, 
how big is Hiram's scheme and like where does it all like end? Right? Because right. this episode was really interesting too, uh, because it, Betty I'm sorry, Veronica is shown to have been scheming with her dad again. Like she took Hiram's advice about yeah. um what's that yeah. guy's name? The the family I don't friend. know his name. He's a he's a famous gambler family. Yeah, whatever the fam- in the area, quote unquote family friend. Even though they're like enemies, um, you know, was trying to swindle Veronica. Luke and, longer. I don't know something a double letter. <laughs> yeah, so classic. But yeah, the the point is that our like Veronica and Hiram going to be back together. Is Hiram's like play and all this just like a a scapegoat like are they trying to like make us think that it's him but it's really not you know i don't know yeah yeah what do you think is going on with with hiram's whole whole thing his whole dynasty i don't know i will say like when i do you you do bring up a valid point here because um when i look back on it especially this episode like we can see that it was clearly broken down into like three different segments the first segment being Jughead and Archie's journey off of in Centerville or wherever they said they were from Centerville. I don't know where they were. They were outside of Riverdale, clearly far enough away right. to like have to describe where they were. Um, Veronica having her own troubles at home and then Betty having her own troubles and the sisters, uh, you know, Catholic cult thing. Yeah. But the thing that tied them all together is that Hiram had his foot in all of them. If you think True. back to when um, Jughead and Archie, you know, that this girl, Lori Lake, t- turned them in to who? To Hiram. And then right. Betty's out hedging, you know, the bushes or whatever she's doing in her Catholic maintenance. And uh, are we even <laughs> sure that it's Catholic? Ca- no, I'm. I'm just. They had a lot of heavy Catholic. Oh, I know. It's set, funny. It's so. just so savage. Okay, keep going. I could count the crucifixes on my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> they led me to this. This was their intention. Um, all the same, Hiram showed up at this the Sisters of Mercy for a business meeting. As the man so in black. What is Hiram's role? Yeah, exactly. As the man in black, as some like to these delusional girls, some high entity of power. So Hiram's role in all of this is, is substantial. Do I know to what extent? No, I really don't, but, um, I know it's important. (laughs) So I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I I do think that we had some interesting little, like, you know, piece of information thrown at us that helped kind of like fill in some gaps like that he is using some of the prison as a place to make the drugs right and that explains a little bit more of his like you know scheme of like what's making this so bad or whatever and then yeah um we also and he literally dried out yeah he dried out that town that Archie and Jughead yeah. are in. Like, all the men there are working for him at the jail. Right. So the jail is back. Yeah, so Sodell is still going strong. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll definitely we'll definitely find out more. I just, I just kind of, of course, they can stretch this out for as long as they want. But I kind of find it hard to believe that 
we can't be too far away from a Hiram takedown if he really is connected to everything. You know? Yeah. Like a mid-season finale Hiram takedown. Right. That is unassociated, how conveniently, with the Gargoyle King. Again. Just like he was unassociated with the Black Hood in the end. He's still doing his thing. I mean, maybe he was associated with the Black Hood in more of a way than we thought, as we, as you said, with the cards and everything. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, okay, I think that, you know, we don't really even have an idea of, like, what's going to come in the second part of the season, right? Um, right. And I, obviously, I think no, the next... At all. No, not at all. And I, so I think the next episode will help us um, have an, get a better idea of that. But, um, right. I think so, sorry, is the next episode our, our mid-season finale, episode eight? Yes. Okay. And then we've got a Christmas break. Cool. And we got a Christmas break. Um, but no, what I was going to say was, I think one thing that they're obviously bringing us to is the introduction of, uh, Jughead's mom and Jellybean. <gasps> yeah, dude, that's where they're going. And so... I don't know if this is going to be all like, like Archie's mom thing where she just comes in for like half an episode and it's in like one scene and doesn't even say a word and then it's gone again. Or if like oh, right. these characters yeah. will actually be in there for a while. I don't know. Yeah. It could be that like they're just in their town and we go to visit them in their town and then we leave and we don't see them again. I could see that. Just a quick in and out. But, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I, yeah. I mean, the reality is is that right now only Veronica is in Riverdale. And that can't be the case for much longer. No, I would say, uh, I would honestly say in the next episode we get at least Betty breaking out. Doesn't take our girl that long to figure out a a way out (laughs) um archie and jughead i don't know maybe the mid-season finale is that they're still away but i i don't see it being much longer right that the core four are separated one episode is enough i'm exhausted i miss i miss the team dynamic i I know i know they teased (laughs) us with um us thinking they were all back together and then they all split yeah, I think one I'm thing saying. is, like, obviously, Veronica hasn't even noticed that Betty's gone. So, yeah, I feel like it's going to be, like, the whole Cheryl situation where everyone's like, wait, Cheryl is was taken away. We got to go get her. And they go get her. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know exactly how Archie and Jughead are going to get, like, back to Riverdale. Like, what's going to make Archie finally be, like no, Hiram isn't going to get me. I feel safe enough to return. You know, his whole thing was right. he felt like everyone, everywhere he went, death followed him and he didn't want to be, you know, responsible for that anymore. So like, what's going to change that? I don't know. Well, yeah. God love Archie, whatever he does, it's, it doesn't have to do with the plot. Yeah. I mean, Ever. he'll, he'll probably have like a, <laughs> he'll probably have a conversation with jelly bean and jelly bean will like, you know, give him some sage wisdom and he'll be like, yes, I have to go back. And he'll go back and save the day. Exactly. And he'll come back just in time. <laughs> he'll do as he does. Uh, whatever. 
So, so tell me then in your closing thoughts, do you think that the gargoyle king is associated with Hiram? I think so. Yes. I think that we, we now know that Hiram is likely the person who, um, drugged the principal in high school and he did it with mm-hmm. fizzle rocks and fizzle rocks is what's he's making again right now. And we know that that's also associated to the game. And so he is somehow closely connected to the gargoyle king. Maybe he is the gargoyle yeah. king. What do you think? He's walking around with his twig shoulders. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely think that the game has some sort of business motive for high rum. I don't exactly understand it exactly right now, but I know that it is, uh, you know, involving towns outside of Riverdale and that Hiram's web, I mean, especially in the last episode, his web of influence goes much further beyond uh, Riverdale, you know, sucking the, the men out of these villages for work. Very dramatic, but, uh, I know that he's he's even more powerful. We're only building his empire more, and uh, I think everything, you know, can be tied back to him. So I think that he is he the gargoyle king. I don't know. Is it another kind of black hood thing where he has some association and he's pulling strings behind the scenes? I think that's where it lies. Uh, I don't know who the gargoyle king themselves is. Uh, you know she them whoever that individual may be right can't it's, tell you it, it, who knows <laughs> it's hard to know yeah maybe it's just all but, uh, yeah i don't know hiram's got a finger on it i'll tell you that much that's my prediction from here yeah i can't um, give you more than that i'm in alignment with you on that yeah but we'll see you next week won't we yeah, I mean, it'll be a quick turnaround on this one, and we'll have plenty more to chat about then, I'm sure. Oh, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm physically, emotionally, and honestly, spiritually not ready. Um, I think that you'll that be Catholic okay. Catholic upbringing, I think. <laughs> That's the best I can do for you. Yeah. I wonder if the kids in the CCD are talking about this. The kids in CCD are definitely talking about this and they are not, they are not happy with, um, you know, with the whole thing. They're terrified of going no, to CCD their, now. Their CCD teachers are furious, I'm sure, with the, like, false representation of, like, a, uh, an education in the Catholic world is. Right. Because that's what I'm alluding to here. <laughs> I get the illusion. Yeah. If I had stayed in, like, you know, Catholic school a little longer, I would have met the Gargo King myself and I would have had a lot more information here, but you did stay in it longer. So <laughs> I, I guess have, I have no did more. Did you ever meet the Gargo King? I am. <laughs> that is, that was a really big jumping uh, to conclusion there, but no, I'm not the Gargoyle King. Okay. I just want to clear all the corners out here. You know, are you get rid of those cobwebs? Are you, I just don't want you withholding information. Dara King, are you the Gargoyle King? Personally, no. Spiritually, no. Physically, 
no. <laughs> you know I don't have a wingspan like that, so. Uh, no, I wish I, if I was, I'd love to spill the tea with that information. Uh, but uh, our fans will just have to wait. <laughs> All right. Well, until then, I'll still be suspicious of you, but I'll do my best. That's fine. To that's fine. You can check in. Be unbiased. So. <laughs> All right. We'll have a just good night. Just make sure I'm not in any gargoyle activities. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Good night.